You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I welcome in everybody on a Thursday, September 5th and a Friday, September 6th. It is another edition of Locked On Lions, your team every day, talking about the Detroit Lions. Game one coming up Sunday evening-ish, 425 Eastern Time, Lions and Cardinals out in Arizona. Matt Derry with you. Thanks for listening, everybody. And, of course, our show today and the, really the whole week of Locked on Lions, proudly brought to you by Mac Weldon. Mac Weldon is a premier men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. They're better than whatever you're wearing right now. Promo code LOCKEDON gets you 20% off at MacWeldon.com. The great Andrew Siciliano, host of of the NFL Direct TV Red Zone Show every Sunday and host on NFL Network. And a fellow Syracuse alum, class of 1996 from WAER, will join us in a little bit to talk about the Lions. Why are the national guys, and Andrew's one of them, dogging the Lions so much? Including today, Mike Freeman in the Bleacher Report went through all four uh, uh, of the NFC North teams and predicted four wins for the Lions and said, according to an AFC scout, the Lions roster is devoid of talent. It's insane. Absolutely insane. We'll talk about it with Andrew coming up in a little bit here on the show. Proudly brought to you today again by Mac Weldon, by DraftKings, and by MyBookie. We are loaded up with sponsors, and we appreciate everybody participating and contributing to our friends here uh, at the Locked On Podcast Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks. Also, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. If you go to the Matt Derry Facebook fan page today, a nice article uh, from my new uh, job. So uh, check it out, the uh, newsletter from uh, Financial Architects, Inc. Read all about what I'm doing now, Monday through Friday, each and every day. All right, big news today. There's a couple of guys that the Lions are looking at that are free agents that they're going to work out. We'll tell you about that after we talk to Andrew. But the news of the day, number one, everybody that was on the injury injury report from Wednesday, limited to practice, same went for Thursday. So no breaking news on Jared Davis, Rashawn Melvin, Frank Ragnow, or anybody like that. All right, I think everybody's going to play Sunday except Jared Davis if I had to guess. That's number one. Number two. Lions named their captains for this fall, and they will have seven captains. And I want to list off these guys and kind of comment on each one. Number one, not a surprise, Matthew Stafford is a captain. Uh, We're not going to go all Connor Cook here or Shea Patterson or talk about why quarterbacks shouldn't or should or shouldn't be captains. But look, Matthew Stafford is one of the leaders of this team, highly respected, 11 years in the league now, and the quarterback. So him being a captain, no big surprise. Um... Don Muehlbach is back for his 2,000th year as the Lions' long snapper. The players love him. The coaches love him. The Mule, Don Muehlbach. They tried to get rid of him years ago when Bob Quinn in his first draft took a long snapper, Jimmy Landis, in the sixth round. Do you remember that? Couldn't beat the Mule. Don Muehlbach back and a captain this year as well, a special teams captain. Jared Davis named a captain. What does that mean? Pretty simple. The guys, uh, I think, have a lot of respect for him. The coaches believe that Jared Davis is going to take a huge leap from year two to year three. Biggest issue with Jared Davis is going to be health. How long with that high ankle sprain will he be out? Uh, But Jared Davis, tip of the cap to him. 
Uh, he's worked very hard. He's always the first one uh, at the at the facility and the last to leave. Watches a ton of film. He was named a captain today. Devon Kennard named a captain. How about that? Just his second year with the team. But uh, another highly respected veteran player came over from the Giants last year, had his ups and downs, uh, but he was named a captain today. Quandre Diggs, uh, extremely popular in that, in that locker room. And a guy that I think could have a breakout year this year in a Pro Bowl season. Quandre Diggs named a captain today, this, the, uh, the safety. And Taylor Decker, kind of a quiet leader, the left tackle. Uh, you know, Freddie the Pizza Man, if you're listening. I mean, this is a huge one. Um, Taylor Decker kind of, you know, I guess you could call the leader of the offensive line if you if you want to say that. Uh, he's got to step it up this year. He's got to take, I'm not saying take charge, but it sounds like the players voting him captain means something. But I think with, uh, with Taylor Decker, uh, performance is going to be key this year. Will he grade out better? Will he move some bodies around uh, in, in the run game? Will he, you know, he had his issues in the preseason and in some of the joint practices with some of the pass rush uh, uh, handling. But Taylor Decker named a captain. So Jared Davis, Devon Kennard, Quandre Diggs, Don Muehlbach, Matthew Stafford, and Taylor Decker. The Lions naming um, one, wait, did I say seven? One, two, three, four, five, six. No, I'm missing one. Did I miss somebody? So I said seven captains before. Um, oh, Danny Amendola, excuse me. Danny Amendola, also named a captain. Um, already taken out a leadership role. He hasn't even been here for a regular season game yet. How about that? So Stafford, Decker, Davis, Kennard, Diggs, Muehlbach, Danny Amendola. Stafford, Davis, Kennard, and Muehlbach were among the seven captains last year. Um, Marvin Jones Jr., T.J. Lang, Glover Quinn last year. Marvin not named a captain. Amendola is. That's pretty cool. If Danny Amendola can have that kind of a, a leadership this soon, that bodes well for the team because they need that. You know, they, they need that veteran presence. Um, uh, you know, in, in the in the in the in the huddles in the locker room, and he's really embraced already coming to Detroit. And uh, I think that's really cool. I think it's very, very cool. All right, we told you earlier about Mac Weldon. Their mission is simple, to make sure all of your basics and beyond are smartly designed and shopping for them is easy and convenient. We founded Mac Weldon because we wanted more out of our basics and always questioned how something so essential could be such a pain in the butt to buy. The frustration was real, and their eureka moment happened in a department store aisle full of brands, brands that dominated the top drawer. You know what I'm talking about, folks? Undergarments. Surrounded by a mind-numbing assortment of underwear and socks, we realized consistent fit and quality became a game of roulette. So we decided to take matters into our own hands. Started from scratch, engineered their own fabric, boom. They made sure to design everything so well, and Mack Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. The premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. All right? Mack Weldon believes in smart design, premium fabrics, simple shopping, all right, so easy to do. They're the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, whatever it is, hoodies and sweatpants and more that you will ever want to wear. All right. Talk about what you plan on purchasing that, that, that you want. It's, it's simple. You need the undershirt. You don't want the pit stains. You need the underwear, whatever it is. 
Oh, my goodness gracious. Just go to MacWeldon.com. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com. All right. Now, for 20% off your first order, go to the website and enter the promo code LOCKEDON. All right. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. That's MacWeldon.com. Promo code LOCKEDON. You get your first order for 20% off at MacWeldon. All right, he's the host of DirecTV's NFL Red Zone, getting ready for Sunday. And, of course, you see him on NFL Network, Andrew Siciliano, giving us a couple minutes here on Locked On Lions. What's up, sir? How are you, Matt Derry? Oh, well, yay, week one. You, you, this doesn't get any better, and you got the Antonio Brown stuff going on today. I mean, what you, your world out in L.A. has got to be going crazy. Thank God we have games to talk about. I, I, I shall quote an unnamed NFL head coach, said to me, uh, not on microphone, obviously, a one point over the last month, uh, let's get these games going because these preseason games are so bleeping boring. Was that unnamed coach Sean McVay, your new BFF? I saw I saw you guys talking uh, no, no, uh, on the air. No, 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 no. You, you can ask me for 32 <laughs> names. The name will not, the name will not be revealed. I, I, I did like 13 training camps. Did, did four different games, so it could be any of a number of, like, 17 different head coaches. I just I just love that video of you saying, Sean, come on, now that they're on offense, can you give us one play? Oh, Andrew, you know you. Oh, he, what a great well, guy. He well, seems like such a great guy. To his credit, he I mean, he made that segment work. I, I was just going to ask him, like, hey, how's Hawaii treating you, and what do you think of Blake Bortles' first half performance? <laughs> and seriously, I mean – it's an in-game interview. We're not we're not breaking down Jared Goff's would-be contract structure. So, um, and then and the rule had been not the rule. We had to, we had decided Sean didn't want to do it when the offense was on the field. When the defense was on the field, let's experiment with this. Um, and then he just kind of went with it and called play by play, which was fantastic. And they went three and out. So I said, "What the hell? I may as well ask. It can't hurt." And so I said, "Hey." I know we said I know we we hadn't talked about this, but you know, you want to stick around and do offense? You know, I'll do one play. Like all right. <laughs> it was no, that was it was great TV, man. It looked right. like you had a lot of fun, uh, and I know you do. You've done the Rams games the last few years on TV here in Detroit. I mean, Andrew, it's funny. Dan Wetzel wrote a column for Yahoo the other day that the Lions and Cardinals game to him is the most intriguing game of the weekend because nobody knows what the Lions are all about, and everybody nationally is picking them to be bad. And then the Cardinals, you know, they've kept this offense a secret. I, there is some intrigue to 425 uh, from Glendale uh, Sunday, isn't there? Absolutely. I, I'll, I'll say two things. Say, number one, Dan's absolutely right. Number two, and, and I'm going to sound like a sycophant here, you can truly make that argument with every single game this week. Pick a game. Let's do this. Go ahead. Pick a game. Then we'll get back to the lines. Uh, Green Bay, Chicago. Green Bay, Chicago. What does the Matt LaFleur offense look like? Does Aaron Rodgers have the ability to audible? Will this offense be what we thought it would be, or are they trying to make him a system quarterback? Does does all the, do all the moves they made on defense pay dividends immediately? Flip side, what does football 201 look like for Mitch Trubisky, and is he the guy that holds the Bears back? On their quest to a Super Bowl. Does Chuck Pagano actually take this defense 
backwards because it was so good with Vic Fangio. Like, we can do this for every game. That's true. No, that's and true. for the Lions game, it's no different. I, honestly, the, the Lions are kind of an enigma to me. I, I mean, what are they in year two? And how much does the trust Matt Patricia, the system will work, the culture will be changed? How much does do we see that in year two? Do we see results? And on the flip side of it, what are the Arizona Cardinals? I mean, they hardly showed their offense in the preseason. I mean, they, I mean, they're coming out like running two tight end nonsense. They're, they're not going to show you the real offense. Can this real offense work? Can Kyler Murray, who undoubtedly will give us many, many exciting, oh, my God, did you just see that moments this year? Can he be a consistent winning quarterback when the offensive line is going to have him running for his life half the time? Can this talent bereft roster that Steve Kahn has put together somehow win games on system and a magical quarterback and, 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 and go back to the system? Like, I said to a, I was having this conversation with a former player a couple of weeks ago, and I go, well, they're not going to really show the whole offense during the preseason. And that former player said, it doesn't matter. The whole offense is only eight plays anyway. <laughs> right. So, I, you know, yeah. Now, Andrew, I, I look at this game, and it, it is it is going to be a little you know crazy. And but, but I was before you came on, I was talking on the show here. You know, Mike Freeman had his uh, power rankings and predictions on Bleacher Report, and he, and he quoted an AFC scout that said the Lions roster is terrible and has no talent. I, I don't agree with that. I, I think Bob Quinn's done a nice job this offseason with the roster. The draft picks are good. I think the free agent pickups with Trey Flowers and, and Justin Coleman are going to be pretty good. And I look at this roster, and I see an upgraded team for sure from, from what we saw a year ago. And yet people are saying five wins, four wins. Uh, how do you How do you look at it? Yeah, no, I did not see them as a four and five win team, and I disagree with the unnamed AFC scout. Um, I, I, I very much disagree. Um, perfect example, and it shows you how people have differing opinions. I've heard people say that the Bengals have no talent. Okay, I'm going to switch to the Bengals here. I'll, I'll tell you what. Maurice Jones Drew, my colleague, over dinner a couple of weeks ago when we were on the road somewhere, said to me, they have as much talent as any team he's visited, the Bengals. So it, it just shows you how opinions can vary. I would love to see them run the ball, consistently dedicate themselves to the run of Carryon Johnson. I, I would love to see Kenny Galladay's development um, in one more year. I would look. I'd love to see so many things. Um, I, I just don't know if we're going to get the Lions team consistently. That is that beat the Patriots in prime time, or are we going to get the Lions team? That was just frustrating to the point of making their fans, you know, want to punch a wall. I, I don't know what team we're going to get. But I'll tell you this. It would not surprise me at all if they go in to Arizona and beat the Cardinals. Matter of fact, they should. Yeah, they better. They should go in there yeah, yeah, and I, beat the Cardinals. I'm, I agree. It, that team's not that good. They're not that good. They're, they're a quarterback. That's all they have right now. And David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald, I mean – not to be too short-sighted here, but they should go in there and win. Andrew Siciliano, host of the DirecTV NFL Red Zone. Every Sunday you watch him, and of course NFL Network uh, joining me here on Locked on Lions. I, I, I'm with you about the Lions and, and the roster and, and the upgrades, certainly, and, and certainly 
you know, Matt, I, I guess the question is, Andrew, why is everybody saying they're so bad? And is it the coach? Is it that people view Matt Patricia and say, oh, the beard and the pencil and, you know, blew up in the media a few times last year? Is he viewed negatively after just one bad season? I think he's viewed, I don't want to say negatively. I think the jury, the jury is very much still out. And I, here's what I think is viewed negatively. But first of all, if you've met, and I know you have, Matt, if you've ever had a conversation with Matt Patricia when he's not in the building where he can actually let his guard down a little bit, he's a really likable dude. Sure. I mean, really. You you can't have those conversations when he's on the podium playing, you know, playing the podium game week in, week out during practice because he, he's not that guy. He, he becomes a different guy. He's focused on his work, and he's not the most – affable dude to to the beat reporters there um i think there is skepticism however against former belichick assistants until they prove otherwise um you know mike vrabel won nine games last year as head coach of the titans so maybe you know he's helping change the perception um he can have his moments of of uh I say friendliness. He can have his good moments on the podium. Um, it's a little bit of a different perception there. Uh, I, I don't think anyone dislikes Matt Patricia. I think he got off to a bad start. And if they win some games this year, perception will change. I, I think also, you know, Patricia and the Lions front office, they're, they're not dumb. They, they understand that there, you know, is some work to do to change the image. Uh, at the same time, same time, winning changes everything. The identity of this football team is kind of going back to a few years ago when they finished second overall in defense behind Seattle, and they had Sue and those guys and made the playoffs and lost to the Cowboys and the, you know, the the Pete Morelli game. We, we we could rehash that all day, but you look at this defense now and you go, wow, Mike Daniels, Snacks, Ashawn Robinson, Trey Flowers, Oquara. Uh, Deshaun Hand, the, the, the front's good, and they should go into Arizona. And I know Kyler, Kyler Murray can run away from this, but but air raid and and and, and clapping for the football, and I think the Lions could go in there and and, and really do some damage, starting with that front uh, that front three, front four. I was on the radio, Matt, in Cleveland this morning, and they were talking about the Browns' defensive line, and I um, I'm going to now apologize. I said, you know, the Browns' front four, not front seven, but the front four is as good as anyone in the NFL. Uh, the Lions have more depth on that on that defensive line. You know, the, uh, the, the Browns may have more sheer wild talent, but that is a damn good defensive line. And Mike Daniels, you guys got to love Mike Daniels. And, and he, is, he is very, he's not Patriot-like or Belichickian, if you will. In his uh, in his interviews, he's a likable guy. He's a locker room leader, and he he's got something to prove. He wanted to go there to um, to face the Packers twice, and he could have gone somewhere else. He had a lot of offers. I, I think it actually does speak to what Patricia is building that. When look, when any free agent has his choice of teams, he calls around to his buddies and say, "Hey, where should I go? Should I go to your team?" Right. And you know, players are candid. 
You know, they would say something like, dude, we'd love to have you, but it is different here. I don't know if you're going to like it here. And so on and so forth. Or, dude, go somewhere else. Uh, he called around and decided he wanted to be a lion. And I think that bodes well. What about Matthew Stafford, Andrew? We're talking to Andrew Siciliano. Uh, you know, the, the, the ball's not going to be in his hands as much anymore. It's year 11 yet. They're building around a ground game, which they haven't had in years. And, and they're hoping an offensive line that's improved. I don't see that yet, but... Um, what about this all of a sudden Daryl Bevel ground and pound at the Detroit Lions team? What do you think of that? Uh, I'm curious to see what that actually looks like. Um, philosophically, however, I agree with it. Uh, and, and back up, it's hard to believe it is year 11. I remember sitting there last year with Stafford when we did a show there in May, and I looked at him like, you're 30, dude? <laughs> like, yeah. And now he's, now he's a year older than that. Um, listen, you need to protect him and you need to run the ball and obviously that goes without saying but look if he's gonna play until he's 40 which i doubt that he wants to but maybe he does i mean tom brady and drew Brees and all uh, what are they doing this year with Aaron Rodgers? we're gonna run the ball more um now it's one thing to say it's another thing to do it you have to do that for stafford and you 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 absolutely have to especially in this division I, i'm sick of hearing that they're going to do it this year and not doing it with in detroit so hopefully they they actually back up the talk this year can't, i'm not asking if they can win the division i well i mean look the bears are really good we're going to find out about green bay and chicago tonight and it's one game but whatever the vikings to me i think are a little overrated and, I, and I'm concerned about Cousins like everybody else is. But, you know, can the Lions playing in this division in 2019, Andrew, make, make the playoffs? I think it's an uphill climb. I would say wild card is certainly more likely than division. Um, you know, I don't think Green Bay is a playoff team. I think the Bears are absolutely a playoff team. I think the Vikings are the team that... <sighs> I think their offense gets good this year. I mean, gets right because of Gary Kubiak. And that is the – you want a storyline that people need to talk more a lot more yeah, about? Sure. It's what Gary Kubiak is going to do with that run game with Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's your fantasy sleeper. I mean, it's, I mean, it's a, not really a sleeper, but he's the one that you probably could get great value with because Kevin Stefanski is the OC because John D. Filippo couldn't get the run game going, which is what Mike Zimmer wants. Kevin Stefanski is the OC because, you know, when Tony Sperano died, and obviously, you know, this is far deeper than football, you know, Tony, nobody could fix the run game. That, that is not D. Filippo's forte. And Gary Kubiak's going to fix the run game. And they are going to run the ball, and they're going to take, and they're going to do it effectively, and they're going to take a lot uh, off of Kirk Cousins' plate. And uh, yeah, it's still up to him to win and make throws in prime time. But I, I think I would not discount the Vikings at all. And I think it is as good a three-horse race, actually as good as a four. It's as good a four-horse race as really almost any other division. All right, Andrew, appreciate the uh, the time, my friend. Uh, enjoy the season. We know uh, we'll be seeing you on some Thursday nights on the NFL Network. You're going to you're gonna get to travel even more, man, so enjoy it. That should be fun. Yeah, we're going to have uh, 
TNF first look on every uh, on the road for every Thursday game, uh, all our network games. So starting on next Thursday for the Panthers and the Buccaneers in Charlotte. Um, yeah, except I am uh, I'm thrilled, and uh, you know it's it's something to do while uh, we wait for the next Syracuse game on the road to an undefeated season. <laughs> I was going to say I'll see you in a couple of weeks at the wild card game. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, well, just just. It would be the most. S- I thought it was going to be the most SU thing ever. But the Indians are not making the playoffs, by the way. Um, Whoa! Be the- no, the Indians are the Indians. Let me tell you, they have a they've had a Brad Hand problem for three months. Oh, here we now, go. Here we now. Here we go. No, 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 dude. He can't get anyone out. The the, the bigger problem is is Jose Ramirez being out for the year. I know my Lions okay. listeners are going away. Jose but- Ramirez and Tyler Naquin and everyone else. They yeah. look if you're going to lose two out of three to the White Sox. Well, they split. And, it was it was two out of four. But lost, yeah, the Thursday game. This was. was this was ugly today. You're right. It was ugly today. It was ugly two nights ago. They barely survived last night. And and to quote the great Tom Hamilton, uh, when they pulled Brad Hand um, after getting only one out last night, and they're bringing in Nick Whitgren, who you're now relying on to save today after he got demoted, by the way. Um, he said it doesn't, you know, regardless of how this game finishes, this team is in trouble. Wow. That's, and, that, that, is that, that's why he's one of the best, if not the best, radio guys for baseball or any sport. He's He tells it like it is, and it's so refreshing. And, and I'm paraphrasing. Those weren't his exact words, but it was basically, you know, even if they win tonight, like, they're, 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 oh, oh, poop, right? Yeah. And they... Look, go look. Call me Monday if they squeak the Twins. I'll look at it a lot differently. <laughs> but, um, I, I know like, that you laughed at think that you laughed at the prospect of them sweeping the Twins. I've I've only been to two games this year. Um, I went to the Verlander game on the night of the Puig trade, and and what? And Verlander's a Cy Young. Verlander's a Hall of Famer. They just got beaten by a better pitcher that night. And then I went to the Mets game that Brad Hand blew. Oh, you were at that. You were that you night. were at that game. Oh God, I was oh, that. At that Disaster. My brother, my brother's, years. my brother's called that game the worst, the, the worst loss of the year. Listen, I, I, I'd had a few beers. I had just landed in New York. I was going to go on Good Morning Football the next day, and I'm like, you know what? I got to my hotel. I can make it. I, I I'm going to take the five to the seven, and I, I I'm, I'm going to make it. I'm proud of you. So I, I'm proud of you. I stubbed me a ticket on the way, and I, and I'm sitting there and watching the game. And after Santana hit the home run at the top of the ninth, and you know, I, I pointed some fingers at some Mets fans. <laughs> I, I, I thought I thought to myself, self, one of two things is going to happen. Right. Either Brad Hand closes the game, and uh, and I'm going to get stuck in traffic running back to the train to get back to Manhattan to my hotel, and I'm going to get. You know, I don't want to be stuck in the mass of humanity getting back on the subway, or. They are going to lose in fantastic fashion and, when Brad Hand blows yep. the save, and I don't need to be here for that. No, you don't. No, you don't. So I am out of here, mm. and they lost. Hashtag as expected. Oof. And uh, I'm not making it personal against Brad Hand. I know. I know you're not. Yeah, like I'm sure he's a lovely man, but uh, <laughs> they are in trouble yes they are uh well uh, they you, are. they're coming out to anaheim next week you better be at one of those games they they are i gotta head to 
Charlotte on Wednesday, so I'm going to miss that one. I might go to Tuesday's game. There you go. Um, yeah, but uh, maybe they'll sweep the Twins, and you know, and and maybe they'll shut down noted steroid cheat Nelson Cruz this weekend. Wow. Yeah, we ran the gamut with this man, Andrew Siciliano, Direct TV Red Zone. What, what do you mean the wow? He he was suspended for fifty games. Yes, he was. He is noted steroid cheat Nelson Cruz. Yeah, that's true. You should hear when Tom yeah. Hamilton starts talking about uh, Ryan Braun on the air. Oh my gosh! All right, we got to go. This is uh, this has been fun, and uh, have a great season. Tom Hamilton's thing last night about minor league umpires <laughs> in the ninth inning was also fantastic. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night. Andrew Siciliano, NFL Network, and DirecTV's Red Zone Channel. His his show is so much better than the other one. If you're not watching the DirecTV Red Zone Channel every Sunday with Andrew, he his show is superior to the other one. He's the man. All right, folks, so before we tell you about some Lions, so some free agent players that the Lions are working out, we got to tell you about our friends at DraftKings. It's time to celebrate because football is finally back. Packers and Bears are playing. DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy football has huge week one contests, okay? First one starts Thursday night with the Bears and Packers. Single game showdown, $2.5 million in total prizes up for grabs. Draft your single game showdown lineup and feel the sweat like never before. It's simple. Just draft six players from tonight's game. Stay under the salary cap. See how your team stacks up against the competition. It's awesome. If you're a new user, sign up today on DraftKings using code LOCKEDON, and you get a free shot at the $1 million top prize. Nothing adds to the sweat of watching the game quite like having a shot at a million-dollar payday. For Sunday, it's simple. Get on the season opener action. Uh, download the DraftKings app now. Use the code LOCKEDON. For a limited time, both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to 500 bucks. And new users, don't miss this extra special week one bonus. Enter the code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-D-O-N, to get a free shot at $1 million with that first deposit. It's code locked on only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Deposit bonus requires a 25 times playthrough. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. All right, so the Lions apparently are not done looking at other players from around the league. Various reports, two reports, one from Rob Domofsky from ESPN says that free agent safety Josh Jones, former second-round pick of the Packers, who is part of their cuts, will visit with the Lions next week. Um, you know, this is a guy that just did not make enough plays for Green Bay. And if you're thinking, wait a minute, the Packers cut a secondary guy? I know, right? But uh, according to Domovsky from ESPN.com, Josh Jones will be in Detroit next week. Why the Lions are looking at a safety, I have no idea. Now, on the other side, Ian Rappaport reporting that uh, Nate Orchard, the former Cleveland Brown, uh, the former Miami Dolphin, defensive end, pass rush specialist, also visiting the Lions. Um, That one's a bit of a surprise, too, because when you look at Nate Orchard, is he a guy that really, um, you know, fits what the Lions are looking for? The Lions are stacked at that position. But according to Ian Rappaport, Orchard making his way around the league, looking for a new home. He led the preseason with four sacks and six quarterback hits for the Dolphins, but was a surprising cut. He was a second-round pick in 2015 by the Browns, uh, started as a rookie, didn't have such great years the last couple of seasons, 
but the Lions have not signed Nate Orchard. But again, this is a, a young enough guy that can play defensive end, outside linebacker, and uh, was in town today visiting the Lions. Um, you know, you, you look at it, uh, he, he went from the Browns to the Chiefs to the Bills last year, now to the Dolphins, but had a good preseason, but again, did not make the team. Again, when you look at depth, I, I, you know, the Lions are working out all these guys, and look, they'll continue to work out guys and, and everything and everything else that's part of the deal. But to me, the, the position of need and where they should be working people out is on the offensive line. Um, that, to me, is still a big hole. And I'd be very interested in seeing what the Lions do Sunday evening against Arizona. I think they're going to win that football game. I think they're going to win it. I'm not saying win it big, but I say, you know, 21-13, 20-10, something like that. That's my prediction for Sunday uh, in Arizona. Hey, uh, our friends at MyBookie are back with us on the Lockdown Podcast Network. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up? Would you keep walking? Of course you'd take the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why you go to MyBookie. Fast, easy, they pay when you win. Where you're betting is just as important as who you're betting on. All right, I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with MyBookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, then just take the other side. If the kind of guy that likes to bet a little, win a lot, try a parlay, whatever it is, join now at mybookie.ag and they'll take care of you. All right, They'll double your first deposit if you use the promo code LOCKEDON to activate the offer. That's promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid with our friends at mybookie. All right, folks, can't wait for Sunday. It's going to be so exciting. We'll have the post-game pod on Sunday. Lions will win Sunday in Arizona. We'll talk to you after the game. Go Lions. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.